Hello, listeners. Welcome to PR Hangover. I'm Emma Nelson, and you're listening to a public relations podcast brought to you by Grand Valley State University's PRSSA chapter. Grab a cup of coffee, relax, and get ready to talk all things PR. Before I talk with this week's guest, I'm going to introduce you to one of our eboard members. Well, we have a very special guest for our eboard segment, Ms. Kayla Brown. Kayla, welcome. Hi. I'm so happy that you're here. A funny story about Kayla. So we had CAP 210, Fundamentals of Advertising together. We were put in the same group and she was one of the people who really pushed me and motivated me to go to a PRSSA meeting and look at us now chatting about PR on PR Hangover. Um, Just super, super exciting. I knew we'd be here one day. (laughs) I love that. Um, So if you want to start off and just give us a little little introduction about yourself. Yeah, so my name's Kayla Brown. I'm studying advertising and public relations here. Um, I'm a senior. Oh, what else can I include? I'm the vice president of operations at Grand PR, which is great. I love it. Um, I'm also a lead writing consultant at the Writing Center, and I'm an intern at GBSU's development office. So, doing lots of things around campus, just busy, busy, busy all the time. <laughs> and loving your little dachshund. Yes, and loving my dachshund Maverick. Shout out to him. <laughs> So you mentioned you're the vice president of operations for Grand PR, our <laughs> student-run PR firm at Grand Valley. So tell us your tasks in your position, um, just a little rundown about your position overall. Yeah, absolutely. So mainly I work as like the internal communications person like in Grand PR. So I like talk with all the members, make sure all the members are doing okay, and also work with our account executives who are like our project managers and just make sure they're like talking to their clients and making sure that they're doing okay leading their team and if they need any help I can step in and help them um so things like that and I also write proposals for different things and I also do the newsletters so if you see any grand PR newsletters those are for me so um and I also do like classroom visits that's a big part of my job so just lots of different responsibilities but really focusing on the members themselves in grand PR so Do you want to share with us the most rewarding part of your position? So I love being VPO mostly because I just get to help people every day. Um, I really get to guide people. Uh, A lot of our account executives are new this semester. They haven't been in Grand PR before. They've never done, you know, project management before. So it's really exciting just to get to guide them and, you know, kind of be like their person they can go to if they need help. And also just the person for the members to go to if they need help. So I think that's really rewarding for me because I just, I love helping others and I love, um, you know, helping others see their full potential. So I think that's something definitely I want to do in my career one day. So it's really a great thing to be able to experience now in um, Grand PR, so. Oh, perfect. And you are great at it. As a member, I can attest, I feel very welcomed and supported by Kayla. So thank you for that. Oh, thank you. Um, of course what about a favorite prssa memory or grand pr memory anything like that one of my favorite grand pr memories it was i think it was just before the whole covid started we got to go to this um little like it was like a social networking event and it was called the nothing party and it was down at 834 communications in grand rapids um they're like kind of our like sister firm they kind of like 
uh, we take everything like from them basically and kind of like run our firm like they run theirs. So we learn a lot from them. But it was really fun because it was basically called the nothing party and we just had to go there and it, there was like, we are doing nothing. So we can just watch like Netflix. We can play, you know, cards, puzzles. We can talk and a ton of us went, like all of Grand PR went and it was really fun just because there was no expectations and we all just got to know each other a lot and they had dogs and it was great. Do you have any advice for ad and PR students at Grand Valley? Oh yeah, for sure. I think the best advice I can give is to just get involved and always keep looking for those new opportunities. If it's not Grand PR or PRSSA, just get involved somewhere that is going to grow you as a person and a professional because being a part of Grand PR is like the best thing I've ever done. And it's just really given me so much great experience and I feel like such a better person for it and a better you know, communicator, a better PR person for it. So definitely just keep looking for those opportunities and don't let, you know, these four years go by not, you know, doing something like that because I think it's really beneficial. So that's my advice. (laughs) Well, Kayla, thank you so much for joining me on PR Hangover today. I hope all of our listeners are feeling super motivated to maybe apply for VPO one day. So thank you for sharing your insights. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It's been great. Listeners, welcome to PR Hangover. Today, our guest is Mr. Carlos Alfonso. Welcome. Happy to be here. Yes, we're so excited to have you. So if you want to start off and just give our listeners a little introduction about yourself. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I was originally born and raised in Puerto Rico and then moved over to Okemos, Michigan when I was little. And I went to Grand Valley uh, starting 2013. I graduated 2018, shout out fifth years. And uh, after I graduated, I was just looking for opportunities to start my career in advertising. And I was uh, fortunate enough to find a job down in Nashville. So I just packed up everything and moved to the Music City. And it's been a pretty sweet time. Perfect. And then just a side note, I'm a Swifty. Have you seen Taylor Swift at all? No, but I did actually run into Mason Ramsey, that yodel kid. At a at a ice cream shop once, so that was kind of cool. Did he yodel for you? No, the dude was like literally trying every single flavor. So I was just like waiting in line behind him, and like obviously he only picked one flavor. But I mean, when you're a celebrity, you can literally do anything you want. So I don't blame him. So if you want to explain your path to advertising, PR, and how that brought you to where you are today. Uh, so when I uh started at Grand Valley. I was originally an education major. I've always had a passion for kids and just really, you know, I was a summer camp counselor growing up. So I think that was something I saw where I could really, you know, do something that I really enjoyed and make a career out of it. But I was about two years into the education program and I just didn't really see a good fit for me. It really wasn't what I expected, wasn't really what I wanted to do. So I went over to the admissions office. I think it was admissions. I'm not sure. But I just told them my situation like, hey, I want to see what other opportunities, some other major or field that I could fit in. And really just something where I knew like I would be able to like interact with people. So I'm a big people person. I couldn't just be stuck at a deck like cutting numbers and all that stuff. But I just went in and uh, I took some like tests and evaluations. And then uh Advertising and PR came up uh, multiple times when I took these tests. So 
I checked out the classes. I looked at like, you know, the possibilities, post-grad and everything. So I just kind of zeroed in on that and just really uh, kind of dove in and uh, gave it a shot to see what it was like. But it was very, uh, it was exactly what I needed. It's exactly what I like to do. And uh, it's just like an interesting topic for me too. So I knew I could like go in and it would be something different every day rather than just doing the same old, same old every day and uh, something that I can always, you know, look forward to doing. Perfect. And it sounds like it obviously worked out for you. I got lucky. I mean, it's all, it's literally like looking for jobs. It is all about like timing and luck, in my opinion. So, I mean, I was fortunate enough that like I was able to find my job at the time I was looking for a job. So if you want to kind of describe what you do and what your average work day is like. Uh, normally, every day what I do, I'm an account executive for my uh, ad agency. And what I really do is just make sure that every uh, department and team is on track for all the moving projects we have. Uh, there's always a ton, always, you know, a lot of uh, obstacles to cover and some unexpected things pop up here and there. So an average day for me is just checking in with all the departments and uh, having status meetings saying, okay, where are we with this? And what are uh, our next steps afterwards and everything? And just making sure that all the teams involved understand the game plan and know how to execute that plan. Uh, that's basically like, that's the short answer, I guess, for uh, my position. A lot of the other things I do, uh, we also work with other agencies. So if there's something that we can provide for them or something where we're working on together, I'm usually the liaison between our team and uh, those other agencies too. Yeah, like I said, just make sure everyone knows like, you know, what's the plan and what everyone's doing. Uh, it, that's from, you know, setting up schedules with uh, internal teams or even with clients, just making sure that our team is aware of what's going on and like to help them prepare for whether it's a presentation a quick internal brief, uh, even if it's like a five minute call on, hey, what do I have to do for this uh, print ad? Just making sure that they have all the information they need to accomplish the task. Lots to do, lots to do, wow. Oh yeah, it's, it, it's always a lot and you know, days get crazy. There's days where it's like, there's literally not enough time in the day, but uh, for the most part, things always work themselves out and they always like, we always come up clutch, so it's uh, it's pretty cool to see that happen too. Has it gotten easier or not easier? I assume not with COVID. Like, how has that changed the process of things and all that? Uh, it was weird at first, cause like when we first went home for like the first like two weeks or three weeks, they were just like, oh, we're just gonna work from home until we get the green light to go back to the office. Everything was kind of at a moot point, like nothing really moving. We were just kind of waiting to hear back on clients on like how would they want to move forward with this, uh, with all these different projects and like, you know, where do we go from here? So at the beginning it was very slow, but honestly, I was just talking about this with my coworker the other day. Like we feel like since like now in this pandemic stage, like what, like month six, month seven, like it's never ending. <laughs> but, uh, but like, we feel like now we're getting like way more stuff to do because now like clients and businesses know how to advertise through this like pandemic or like the new norm, whatever they want to call it. So it's a lot more, you know, digital, a lot more, you know, through computer, TV, all that stuff rather than uh, like events that we would have and everything. 
but it's I'd say I'm pretty busy like nine till six every day like there's always stuff to be done but uh you know again that's just how it is uh I'm sure it'd be the same if this wasn't a pandemic but it's just uh like I said just always stuff to do right what skills would you say are most valuable to your profession so I would say the top skill definitely is communication again a lot of my job depends on our teams knowing exactly what they need to do and when they need to do it and even how to do it so just being that clear uh, path of communication for them just to understand how to get the job done in you know a matter of time so if someone asks if the client asks for an ad uh, like a digital banner in three days I'm not just gonna go tell our creative team oh hey we have to do this like go do the ad no I would tell them hey this is the ad that they're asking for and like the spec size and the file formats and the dimensions. This is what the digital banner should look like and we're running. Uh, so I should have mentioned this earlier. Sorry. Uh, our client is Nissan North America. So a lot of, uh, I mean, car commercials all the time. There's always a banner ad you'll see or even on like Twitter or Facebook it'll pop up. So, uh, you know, when I give tasks, I want them to know like, okay, we're running this model this month. So this is what we need to feature in this banner. And this is how uh, the sizes are supposed to be and how it's supposed to look. So it's really just communicating like as clear as I can without like physically being there, which would make things a thousand times easier, but that's life. But uh, really just being that clear path of communication. Would you say it's a real high pressure job? I mean, yeah, there are days where there's so many projects and they're all due like either same day or they're all through like a campaign that starts during the same time frame so you're really juggling a lot of balls there and just really trying to get a grip on you know what's the next important step like there's a huge uh there's a bigger game plan obviously when we plan out these campaigns and all the deliverables we provide but it's like it's nicer to just realize like, okay, I got a lot on my plate. Let me just go one by one and just plan out that next step. And then from there, I can plan out the next and the next. And that way it's like more relaxing to me. Another skill I'd definitely say is very important is uh, organization. Mostly because again, you're as an account member or account team member, you're the go-to guy or girl where, you know, if someone has a question, you need to be able to answer it. You don't have to answer it right then and there. You know, I like to pull the whole, yeah, let me get back to you on that and just figure it out later. But you're really seen as like the uh, the encyclopedia, if you will, of like all these projects and everything. But again, there are days where, you know, you're feeling rushed. There's a lot to do and everything. But then there are other days where, you know, the tasks you have to do, they're so, uh, you're like used to doing them. So it's just like, oh yeah, I can send this like in five minutes, no problem. But uh, there's always gonna be pressure no matter what job, I feel like. Uh, it's just something that goes with working and just something you know we all really adapt to. Perfect. And then what is something that you wish you would have known before going into advertising? Uh, one big thing I wish I knew was the different kinds of advertising there was when it comes to advertising to an audience. So my agency, we are strictly multicultural, which means that we advertise in markets 
for African-American and Hispanic uh, audiences. When I was at Grand Valley, I mean, they did a pretty good job, like, teaching all the basics and everything. And obviously in classes, you'll learn, like, oh, always know your market, know your audience. But I never knew that there was just a field that was strictly a certain group of audience. So I think that's what really, like, helped me get through this job, too, because it's not just, like, oh, we're just doing work for the general market, uh, just all the TV ads or all the commercials you see, like, on regular, like, CBS or something. Uh, you really get to see there's a whole another group of people that you can reach out and identify with, and then that will help you, like, get your message across to them. Because, you know, if uh, you play a commercial on Telemundo with, you know, all white family in a car, obviously the audience watching that channel isn't used to that kind of experience. You know, they want to see people like them be portrayed in a way that they can relate to in these uh, in these advertisements. So that's something I always thought was really cool. And I think that's what really drawn me to this agency was just that different twist on it. Uh, again, I'm sure if I worked in a general market agency or we like advertise general market, it'd definitely be the same, like kinds of work and all the pressure and all that stuff. But it it's nice to see like there's a different lens that I'm looking through. What would you say is the most, like has been the most rewarding moment of your career or the most challenging? <laughs> uh, challenging, there's a ton. Uh, I would say the most rewarding is uh, last summer. So I got, sorry, I got to give background to this stuff because again, there's a whole lot going on with it. So Nissan is the uh, automotive uh, sponsor of the Mexican national team for uh, soccer. So every year the Mexican national team will do like a U.S. tour where the team will play different countries, but in different cities in the U.S. So last year we were uh, given the title as our title night sponsor. So that meant that the branding at the actual game was going to be, you know, 10 times uh, more than usual. We uh, did an activation before the game, which was kind of like a tailgate, really, for like the uh, consumer, the audience, the game goers. And there, you know, we had different activities and different like cool like merchandise and branding and all that, that we got to like interact with the fans out there. And obviously we tie it into like, you know, how Nissan uh, supports the Mexican national team and uh, again, making that connection there with the fan base. And then one of them was uh, one of the events we had was we had a little halftime show a little bit where we had a little gimmick of how uh, Nissan can like make a staple during the soccer match. So during halftime, we put this... Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it was called. Really, it was like those machines, the Richter scale machines, for uh, earthquakes and everything. So we put it in the back of a Nissan Rogue, and during the halftime, we got everyone like we announced to everyone like, "Oh, we want to hear your support for the team. I want you guys to yell as loud as you can, so loud that like we you know we break a Richter scale, Richter scale, and uh, it causes a mini earthquake or a false earthquake or something." So. That was really cool because that had like a lot of like ideation and planning behind it and to see it like come to life and have like again people just getting pumped up and like 
excited for you know the match it was like cool to like see it come to life and everything so that was super rewarding not just like a commercial but you're seeing it happen in like real life Mm. yeah and that's one of the things that you know sucks about this whole pandemic is like a lot of these events and stuff you're really there and being able to like not just talk to like random people but talk to people where you have something in common with at times because they're there for a reason and we're there for a reason so it's really nice that we can like or it was nice that we could be able to like put on these events and these cool little gimmicks to like connect in different ways and just here's a car commercial buy the car you know so to close do you have any advice for advertising or pr students anything from internships interviews anything like that internships that's a big one i used to think when i was in college i was always like bombed if i didn't have like a summer internship and i saw all my friends have one and all that and i know it like it sounds silly but it was like i felt like i was falling behind because i wasn't at their speed but one thing like i realized like everyone's at their own different pace no one is you know on the right track you know you could have three internships in a year but that doesn't mean like oh, you'll be president of the company as soon as you, like, apply or something. But uh, I would say just, like, when it comes to internships, definitely relax, you know, don't overthink it. Yeah, everyone, my biggest thing, though, everyone is at their own pace. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Just worry about yourself. If you like your job, that's awesome. Work hard for it. If you don't like your job, you know, look for other opportunities where you can really, like, blossom into that uh, professional you want to be. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I learned a lot. I'm sure our listeners will. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Tune in every other Wednesday for a new episode of PR Hangover. Follow us on Twitter at GV underscore PRSSA and visit GVPRSSA.com to get insights on this week's episode.